Greetings, everyone, and welcome to episode 27 of Teaching Tales, the podcast totally devoted to sharing stories from the world of education. I am Brent Coley, your host, and joining me today, I'm privileged to have Raylene Flores and Cassie Lira. Ladies, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having us. And for those of you listening, we if you have listened to episodes before, I have had as guests, every time we have somebody on and we share stories about our experience in education, I have had teachers on, I've had administrators, assistant principals, principals, we've even had my superintendent on. And there was one voice, there's a couple voices that I have been wanting to have on, and that is the parent perspective. So that's what, Raylene and Cassie, I want to talk today about from a parent's view. The purpose of the podcast is hopefully for anyone listening to be encouraged or inspired to pursue excellence, which is our school's theme, to get better, to try something new, to make themselves better educators. And we've had 26 episodes from teachers, superintendents about, hey, this is what I do, or this is what I have done, but I wanna hear it from parents from you guys. So I asked you guys, and, and thank you for being willing to come in. Yes. And because you guys both have kids at the school, have for a while. And mm-hmm. for anyone listening, I'm, I'm talking to our current PTA president and a former PTA president <laughs> who rock our school. Ladies, thank you. Thank Pub- you. Publicly for the world, for my mom and dad who are listening right now. <laughs> if no one else, my mom and dad now know that you guys are amazing. But... But as we were talking before we hit record, I would I was wondering if you guys had stories of kind of answering the question, what do your kids like about school? Why why do your kids want to come to school? Hopefully they do want to come to school. Yes, they do. <laughs> Maybe they not do. every day, but um, yeah, that's true for teachers and principals sometimes. We'd rather sleep in. But but why do they love Alta? Alta Marietta, our school. What What about the school because that's what we want i can think till i'm and talk till i'm blue in the face about what i think makes a good school or makes a good teacher or makes a good principal but you're the one you and your students are the ones that matter what i think doesn't matter if it doesn't mesh with what you guys think so raylene did you want to start like um my kids like coming to school because for one they love their teachers i was lucky enough to attend alta back when 89 when it first opened and I'm lucky enough that some of the teachers I don't want to age anyone but some <laughs> of the teachers are still present here which for me it's very comforting knowing that they're comfortable enough and the school isn't enough for them that they stay that long mm-hmm. there's not a lot of teacher turnaround which is huge because it allows the kids to make a good connection with their teachers and go back to see them when they need that extra bit of love that mm-hmm. maybe they're a little nervous to get from their new teacher. Mm-hmm. So that's what I like. I love you. Yeah. My kids like that too. Um, There's nothing better than, as a former classroom teacher, mm-hmm. the first day of school or the second day of school having your previous year's kids come back. Yeah, and, and say my hi. kids love to go back and say hi. And um, my daughter, I have two here, and a son and a daughter here, and one, two at Warm Springs. Which and, is the middle school in our which district. Which is the middle school, yes. Mm-hmm. And my current sixth grader, when she was in third grade, she struggled a lot. She struggled with reading, language arts. She had speech. And they decided to get an IEP going for her. And she started to go with the teacher 
who made a huge difference. She was able to pull the confidence out in Riley that she had been lacking and made this connection with her that I couldn't even make with her on an educational level. Mm -hmm. She would go to her before she'd come to me sometimes about what was going on with school. Um, Her biggest goal was to finish System 44. And unfortunately, the teacher that she had made the connection with moved on to newer opportunities in another um, site. But when the second thing she did, first, I was lucky enough to be here. She finished it. She ran up to me and says, Mom, I finally finished. And then her second statement to me was, we need to email her and tell her I finished. Because email the other teacher. The other teacher who had made that connection with her because she wanted to share with her, like, hey, I did it. Hmm. And so she emailed her. We let her know. That teacher has then come, came back to Alta to hug her, congratulate her, bring her a special treat, just to let her know that, hey, even though I've left, I still care. Hmm. And then that allows her to know, hey, they still care even though they're not here. Yeah. So, I mean, that's huge. And she still talks about her every day when she makes these huge accomplishments. It's, we got to email her and let her know. Mm. Three years later. Three years later. And so she has her email. She has her email in her personal cell phone. (laughs) So she can email and talk to her and continue on with her. That's awesome. And that's an example of, I've, in some of the previous episodes, we've talked about sharing stories of that we won't always see the fruits of our labor mm-hmm. that um i think the quote for anyone listening and every day in our staff lounge i have a as you ladies have mm-hmm. seen we have a a quote of just kind of inspirational inspirational messages and things like that to hopefully encourage the staff and and yesterday was about seeds mm-hmm. it was it was about like we need to treat students like their seeds that we're planting and especially in education elementary education we won't always see the blooming of that flower in terms of as we plant it we water it we fertilize it we do give it all the love that it needs and then Mm -hmm. like you said the teacher moves on to another site moves or or retires or something like that but three years later 13 years later whatever it is later She's still. She still wants to communicate with. Wants her. to and gosh, and there there is no greater, there is no greater compliment to a teacher than, mm-hmm. than that. That is, um, who was that? Uh, Kim Coon. Kim Coon. Mm-hmm. So Mrs. Coon, if you are listening, yes. Shout out, shout out to you. So, mm-hmm. and I would concur. She yeah. put her heart and soul she into, did. and she still does, doing just just doing it for other kids at different site now. So, mm-hmm. that is that is fantastic. Cassie, did you have? I don't know. Really, kind of just. <laughs> did you take your answer? <laughs> Do you? I completely agree with what she was saying. I too went to this school since uh-huh. 1990, and I still see my old teachers here. And I think it's the school, the atmosphere of the school, and the way the teachers are with the students. Like, student is own individual, hmm. and I just love that. I've always loved this school, and my kids are here now, and I just love that. And like, for instance, with Roger. He was very close with my dad, Mm -hmm. very close with his grandpa. And when he passed away, he was in first grade and it was very hard on Roger. It started affecting his academics and his self-conscious, his confidence, everything. It was just really messing him up. And his teacher came to me and told me we we might need to keep him back a level. And Mm -hmm. no parent wants to hear that. Nope. But having the meeting and seeing the work 
I completely agreed and it's the best decision I made mm -hmm. was to keep him back and he had Miss Pilar sick well he shout out Miss Pilar <laughs> and she she was so wonderful with him mm -hmm. I mean right away off the bat with him and his confidence you can see it was growing again he was getting back into school he wanted to come to school and he loved being in her class mm. and it was just amazing seeing his face light up that was that was great to see that especially yeah. after all that happened that's and awesome that was, that was a big thing well and in, in talking with what i hear you saying now and in before we started recording many of the things that you just shared and have shared earlier on it's not well this this teacher has the best instructional strategy mm -hmm. not to downplay the importance of instructional <laughs> Yeah. strategies and good pedagogy and things like that because we obviously we want our teachers to be good teachers yes but the quote on the board today is is one of the I just saw it the other day and it's it's like one of my already favorites it's that for those unresponsive students you may not be able to teach them today but you can love them mm -hmm. and if you can love them today maybe you can teach them tomorrow Mm -hmm. And it, it all starts with relationships. And yeah. for Roger, mm -hmm. I mean, he established a relationship yeah. with his teacher that when a hard time outside of school came around, he was able to lean on not only you and the rest of his family, but his teacher in terms mm -hmm. of making it a fun place, a safe place yeah. mm -hmm. where he wanted where he wanted to be. You had shared before about... Okay, yes. Um, my nephew, who also attends here, we're very family-oriented, and I have two other nephews that also come here. Um, he's huge into football, loves football, football is his life. And when he was going into fifth grade, he wanted the fifth grade teacher, Mr. Walton, because he played intramural football. And so he thought if he got him, we got to play football all day, <laughs> and that was all that was going to happen. Yeah. Well... <laughs> He came in, and by the second day, his whole outlook on coming to school had changed, which he loved school before. But now he he loved school, but now he's also enjoying school, hmm. which is different. Like, you can come to school, like it, love it. But once you enjoy it, yeah. there's a huge difference. And so he came home and told his mom, Mom, this is going to be my best year ever. I can't wait to go to school. Um, I got a, I got a lot of things coming on. It's a big year for me. I got to really stay focused and do well. And at, even at football practice, he was struggling a little bit, couldn't get his head in the game. And when his parents asked him why, his response was, well, I have a lot going on at school and I got to stay focused. That's got to be my number one now. Mm -hmm. So the connection that even he made with Mr. Walton, which he thought was going to be all about football, he was able to turn it around and get him to enjoy the educational part along with the football and made that connection with him and we are recording this for anyone listening on day five yeah. of the school year <laughs> so this is not we're not a hundred days in no. to us this is we just finished the fifth day of school there's 175 more to go so yes. in five days there's already been a relationship established yeah he probably hoped he could play football all day every day and, yep. and, and that's not the reality but yes i mean i'm i'm hearing you say this he doesn't want to let mr walton down no not at that's, all that's that's what i'm hearing yeah. and i think i've shared the story before i mean i had a 
a professor in college, uh, Dr. Guillaume, and I've shared this in a previous episode where she taught one of my statistics classes in my master's class. Mm-hmm. Statistics. Yikes. Yeah. I mean, not, it, it was a hard class, and she was such a good teacher. She taught me well. I only missed a couple points in the whole class, and I say that not like, wow, good for you, Brent, because mm-hmm. it wasn't me. It was her. But I say that I share this story because at the end of the semester, I had the option of not taking the final. I could have gotten an A in the class without taking the final, mm-hmm. but I took the final okay. because if I didn't, in my mind, I was going to let her down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I didn't want her to think I was taking the easy way out. And at this point, I'm, jeez, not as old as I am now, but <laughs> I wasn't a kid. I mean, I was I was I was probably 30, 30 years old or so. Okay. I mean, so I mean, so even at that level, yeah. it was still I don't want to let her down. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to let Mr. Mr. Walton down, and I'm sure Mr. Walton hasn't said, "Don't let me down." No. He, he doesn't have to say that. No. So. He's able to make that connection without yeah. telling him. And it's that connection. I'm thinking back to my daughter when she was in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. She had, she had one teacher, and and I do not exaggerate when I say, every single night at the dinner table, it was. Guess what, Mrs. So and So did. Guess what, mm-hmm. Mrs. So and every single night Mm -hmm. she told this joke she watched she showed this video she did this lesson and most of the time it wasn't that we did this great lesson Mm -hmm. it was the teacher she loved the teacher Mm -hmm. and because she loved the teacher she excelled in the in the content that the teacher was she was a good teacher as well but Rita Pearson is a former teacher who said famously kids don't learn from people they don't like mm-hmm. yeah that's <laughs> true hey, i'm sure i mean yep. you can both of you and i we can think of teachers we had growing up that we didn't like <laughs> and you think of the ones you did like and we're not going to mention names of the ones we didn't <laughs> but but you think we probably did not probably we did not learn as much from those people as from those that you did like well no because we didn't want to be there really? it was okay it's eight o'clock let three o'clock come. I want to get out of here. Yeah, yeah. I just do what I got to do to get by, and let's go. But now the kids are looking at it as they don't want the day to end. Yeah, they're coming into the class, and oh my gosh, it's already lunch. Oh, it's already time to go home. Like they're mm-hmm. not even realizing everything that they're soaking in and learning, mm. right? Because they're taking it in and just enjoying every minute of it. My kids have loved every single one of their teachers here. Mm-hmm. We've never had a problem. Awesome. Never. Nothing ever negative. They love their teachers. And putting you on, I mean, you've kind of touched on that. And and for anyone listening, I told the ladies before, this is not a fishing for compliments episode. <laughs> no. That's not what this no, is. No, it's not like, at all. Tell, Just but, being honest. But, but from, a, from a parent's view, again, we want to know, why do your kids like, why you say they want to come to school? I mean, can you, mm-hmm. and you've said that there's been connections that oh, they yeah. that they have made. But as as a school in general, so if a principal is listening to this right now, mm-hmm. what as a school? And I've only been here. This is starting my fifth year. We yep. had Mr. P was here for mm-hmm. ten years. Well, as a principal, he was yeah. here a long time before that. So this was a great school long before mm-hmm. I arrived. I've just tried not to screw it up. <laughs> um, what what 
what would you say for a principal listening? Like, what what goes on here? What was going on? Again, I don't want to say, like, what great things are my... That's yeah. not what I'm wanting... What was going on before even I got here that makes Alta... Because it is. I've been at a lot of different schools. Mm-hmm. And the very first time... So I'm kind of answering my own question. The very yeah. first time I walked in our office, our office ladies, I'll put them against anybody in oh, because they are just the nicest people that you will ever meet so my very first experience was wow this is welcoming Mm -hmm. but but what would you say what is what is it about our school so if a principal is listening they could say i want to try to make our school like that i think a lot has to do with alta's a very family oriented school Mm -hmm. and they pretty much welcome everyone in with open arms and no matter if you're a parent a pta volunteer a student everyone at the school either you're in their class you're not in the class you're just wandering everyone's approachable Hmm. no one puts off that persona oh I'm a teacher I'm better than you Hmm. everyone is pretty much at the same level here and everyone's approachable it's not like mr. Coley comes in a suit and tie every single day and you better make an appointment because his door is always closed you can walk by his door, and even if he's on the phone, and I'm not just giving him confidence when I'm talking to him, <laughs> he will make it a point to wave even if he's on the phone to say, acknowledge the fact that, yeah, you're here. And he never, no one is ever above anyone. Hmm. Everyone's, I mean, the I, for me, the main thing is everyone's approachable, mm-hmm. and everyone's welcoming here. Yeah, that's great to hear. Yeah, that's. Because that's. I agree 100%. Yeah, well, because. Yeah. Yeah, that's. If a teacher is listening, maybe mm-hmm. a new teacher who is just starting or is in their credential program, from a parent perspective mm-hmm. or from when you were a student, if you could say, like, make sure you do blank. We didn't prep for this or anything, but I'm yeah. just thinking, like, what advice would you give to to any teacher listening? But particularly, I'm thinking somebody who maybe they're just getting started. What, what would you, I mean, like, make sure that you... Care. Care. Make sure you care. I mean, if you don't care about your job, you care about the kids, you're not going to enjoy it. And every one of these teachers here care. Mm. Mm-hmm. They do. They all care. And kids are smart. Yeah, kids they, know when they're liked <laughs> and they're not liked. They can, I mean, whether a teacher wants, anyone that wants, doesn't want to say they don't like that student, you can feel it. Your body actions i mean just the looks everything yeah mm-hmm. the kids know well and if you don't and and i'm i'm even thinking kids can tell when the teacher loves what they're doing mm-hmm. oh yeah and when the teacher loves what they're doing and is passionate i remember once i was it was a math problem and i just was a couple of years i was a brand new teacher and i was mm-hmm. doing a math pro- and i was like getting excited about the math and a kid says like, "Oh, here he goes again. He's get, he's getting excited." And I and I and I remember that because yeah. it's like, I kind of laughed when he did it. But in thinking back on that, it's like, thank you. Mm-hmm. That's a compliment. I mean, he's getting excited about doing fractions or whatever, yeah. whatever it is. Because, and I don't care if they laugh at me. Yeah. If if I'm excited, it will. They're make, gonna get excited. It, it will at least make the chances better that they will get excited and the teachers my my best teacher like i'm thinking back to my fourth grade teacher mm-hmm. i remember mrs olson was her name 
I remember what the classroom looked like. I remember just everything about the room. Mm -hmm. I remember nothing about what I learned. Mm -hmm. But I remember how she made me feel. I, I remember that, that she cared. Yeah. She loved what she did. And, and that's not to say I didn't learn anything, but it's like, I think it just goes to show that 35, 40 years later, I, it's not that she taught me the capital of California is Sacramento. Mm -hmm. It's the fun things that she did. And mm -hmm. But that goes back to she cared. And you may not remember what you learned, but... In reality, it's it's set in, yeah. but you liked her so much that you didn't realize you were learning because yeah. she cared yeah. about her job. Yeah. So she, you learned a fun way. Yeah. I saw yeah. another quote that's going to go on our board soon. It's it's something along the lines of, when learning and fun become indistinguishable, we win. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's you trick the kids into you don't even realize that you're that you're learning, mm -hmm. and. And I don't want any for anyone listening. I mean, this in no way are the three of us, and me in particular, as the principal of the school, downplaying the importance of standards. Oh, not at and, all. And <laughs> and strong <laughs> instruction and pedagogy, and I mean because you have to have that. Mm -hmm, because okay. I'm sure you've had too. Oh, he's a great guy. She's a great gal. She's nice person. But wasn't a good teacher. I mean, I've had those where it's like mm -hmm. they were great people. But they, but they weren't, they weren't good teachers. I, mean, yeah. I didn't, I didn't learn a lot from them. And I think kids can tell that too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They can tell when the teacher's prepared. Yep. When the teacher is unprepared. So, anything to add, Cassie? <laughs> <laughs> Raylene, Raylene took all the good answers. Uh, sorry, sorry. No, that's it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> you should hear in the PTA room. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think. Well, for the times I volunteered in classrooms mm -hmm. when they make it like a team thing mm. a whole group thing and they make it fun I like that way of learning because I sit there and I start learning like oh okay and I get into it too yeah. I mean I go home and my kids are so bright they know so much so I know the teachers are doing something right here yeah. you know not only with the caring but just the like the caring is a big importance, of course. It's the it's where you start. Yeah, it's, it's a found start. it's a foundation, but, but it's not the it's not the only thing. They're yeah. paying attention. Yeah, my kids are paying attention yeah. and they're learning. So I mean, well, and I think you're talking about. I mean, one of the shifts that we're trying to do, and mm -hmm. as teachers all over the country and world, it's trying to move away from the teacher stands in front of the class and yeah. is the only one doing the talking be quiet yes. and listen to me because I'm mm -hmm. going to teach you and you better listen more everyone. yeah and and so often now as, as you both have worked in the classrooms as well you're seeing a lot mm -hmm. more of the mm -hmm. turn to your neighbor talk to your yes. neighbor it's yes. like it's almost like and I'm telling the teachers now 20 years ago it used to be the type of thing that if a principal walked in your room it better have been quiet yeah. I mean, that was like, if, if it's quiet, that's a good thing. That means mm -hmm. I have control and the kids are learning. Yes. Now I tell, it's, it's like, if I'm walking in and it's and it, and you're the only one talking, I want to see the kids talking. Mm -hmm. Because there's a difference between productive noise, talking on task, yep. and talking about the new video game mm -hmm. that they... Well, I think they like to be engaged. Mm -hmm. The kids, they get bored. I mean... I was fortunate enough to work in fifth grade last year. My child, I didn't have a child in the class, mm -hmm. but um, I was a teacher's aide in there. And 
I, I'd have to say I learned so much just doing, doing what I had to do for her, but the way she taught the kids, I learned stuff I don't even remember learning. Mm-hmm. But the way she taught them and the kids would get engaged and just do their mini drills and they enjoyed it. Like, yeah. they, I mean, you get the one or two that would complain, but for the most part, they all were listening and excited and wanted to answer the questions. She didn't have to beg for volunteers. Yeah. She almost had a, okay, I don't need that many volunteers. Yeah. yeah. We have to move on. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. all your comments, but we have to keep going. Yeah. So like. Well, and that's engagement is, we do a lot of work with, we're working on rigor, relevance, and engagement, and mm-hmm. kind of goes hand in hand with caring. Mm-hmm. If, if you care, kids are going to care about you. Going back to the, I don't want to disappoint Mr. Walton. Exactly. I yeah. didn't want to disappoint Dr. Guillaume. If they know you care, they're going to care about you. And the more engaging a lesson is, I, the best thing that can is when you're a teacher and you're doing a lesson and it's recess time mm-hmm. and the kids don't know. Yeah. The, the bell, if there, if there was a bell, it rings and they're like, oh, or if there's no yeah. bell. And recess started five minutes ago, but they're so into what they're doing they don't even care mm-hmm. or they're like can we just go through recess yeah i mean that's mm-hmm. that's huge and i've seen that like maybe once or twice volunteering in a classroom yeah i've seen yep. that happen. yeah and that's just like, wow. but that's an engaging <laughs> yeah that's what can we do to engage them so so some of the teachers have to like okay you have to get out i need five yeah. minutes yeah like that's a good thing when you have yeah. to push your i have out. to go to the restroom yeah i need you to go outside <laughs> please just give me two I, I just need a little bit of time for myself no. Mm-hmm. so no but this is this is good stuff and for anybody listening i mean from a speaking as a principal but also as a parent yes i mean again i've got a junior in high school and a sixth grader in middle school right now and i would concur with everything that you have said mm-hmm. when my kids come home the classes they do the best in are the ones where the teachers care yep it's 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 the one and the ones and and they know Mm-hmm. They, dad yeah he's not he doesn't he doesn't really want to be there dad yeah. she doesn't really want to be there dad yeah. i mean they will they will tell me and they'll they'll throw their yeah <laughs> they'll throw the teachers under the bus and and it's and i've seen that as low as first grade first first grade and kindergarten. they they know oh. so um gosh, gosh yeah it starts with that foundation is caring because yep. if you don't have that no matter what kind of lessons and stuff you don't have that strong foundation it's not gonna it's not gonna start it's not gonna work so ladies thank you thank you totally totally appreciate this um and for everyone listening mom and dad thank you very much uh uh totally appreciate yeah (laughs) and uh and once again if you are listening you've already obviously found this if you're listening in itunes and you like what you hear it would be a big help to do a like and write a review and one of the reasons for that is not so I can stroke the ego it's the more that gets the more people find out about it and the whole purpose of doing this podcast is to encourage as many people as possible so the more likes the more reviews the more people find out about it and that is the goal again you can subscribe if you haven't already subscribed you can subscribe in iTunes or Google Play or you can find it on the podcast page at brentcoley.com so Ladies, once again, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank Not you. just for this, but for everything that you do in yes. terms of PTA and well, thank volunteering you. and just being 
you are one of the reasons why this school is as welcoming as it is. Thanks, it's not Thank it's you. not just it's it's you guys too. So all right everyone, thank you so much for listening. Until next time, have a good one.